0: This week on the flop house we discussed the two most exciting words in the English language: Dragon Wars Welcome to the Flop House tonight. Uh, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. I apologize in advance if I sneeze or sniff or just sound miserable tonight. I have allergies of some kind. Um, yeah. Poor guy. Not funny, just true. Maybe you're I mean, allergic
1: to dragons.
0: It could be allergic to dragons, but why would why would that strike
1: me right now, Elliot? Well, it could be because we just watched D War Dragon Wars, the
0: hit Korean U.S. co venture. Yeah. And when I think of dragons, the first uh, name that pops into my mind is Robert Forster. Yes. And the um, second
1: name is Daryl from The Office.
2: Huh. Well, it's a good thing that both of those actors <laughs> were in this movie. Uh, the, the third name is some Korean guy who, who, who also likes dragons. Who <laughs> wrote and directed <laughs> the film. Yeah. Well, Dragon Wars, it seems like a pretty simple
0: concept. Uh, I don't think there would be any trouble setting that and this turning into a movie. This is
1: where you would be wrong. <laughs> oh, really? The, the concept of Dragon Wars is surprisingly complex and intricate. How so? Well, it all begins with an ancient Korean legend. <laughs> you see, there's an ancient Korean legend that, uh, what's it
0: called, Narogi? Emoji. 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 I don't know. I told you that you would have to explain this part of the screenplay because I completely (laughs) The backstory
1: to Dragon Wars is exciting and dull. It's told to us in a triple flashback structure. We see a flashback which becomes another flashback which at one point becomes another (laughs) flashback. Uh, But anyway, it turns out 500 years ago in the year 1507, because the movie was released in uh, 2007, there was a girl born with a dragon birthmark on her shoulder and... For some reason, that dragon birthmark gives her the power to turn one of two dragons, uh, Imugi or Baraka, into <laughs> – uh, who actually, serpents.
0: I'm so, uh, I've fallen asleep already. <laughs> I have fallen asleep. They
1: can turn, She can turn one of these serpents into a dragon, and the power of that dragon is undefined. But apparently it's pretty powerful because it could, quote, wipe out the entire village, <laughs> uh, which is not that big a deal. Uh, but anyway – in the year 1507, there's an old man. He trains a young guy to be a warrior to protect this girl. Uh, an army of, I assume, demons. They seem to be just Cylons or suits of armor or something like that. Yeah. What are they called?
2: Uh, the I forgot. Atrox army. Yeah, the Atrox. Uh, yeah, something like it's that. It's an
1: army of people and dinosaurs and dragons. Uh, try well, they to might cap- as well be
0: orcs. I mean, because yeah, it, it's all it's all very uh, very Peter Lord of the Rings. And Uh
1: and they generated. They try to capture this woman. They fail flash forward 500 years to 2007 handsome reporter chris mccool guy i don't remember his name and his and his sassy black buddy have to save the the yeah. reincarnation of this girl
0: now let's make it clear though when you say flash forward you mean that figuratively cuz actually the structure of the film is there's the newspaper the, the newsman uh-huh. the, the the television reporter chris mccool guy who discovers there's some sort of, like, dragon bones or something gets discovered. giant
1: scale, and they never really explain why that scale that is there. Was, that was weird. It, the movie opens at a crime scene where right. some unknown crime has been committed, and there's a giant dragon scale. Chris McCool guy sees it, and, then the, and he remembers, as a kid, being left alone by his father with Robert Forster, Jack of Jack's Antiques. Right. Uh who tells him in flashback the story of how they are the reincarnations of these Korean heroes? Yeah. Who in a flashback see the good serpent emoji?
0: Robert Forster specifically is uh, when he's in the past is basically the um, like the sage kung fu master character from Kill Bill Volume Two. Yeah, I would say. I just like to point also out though that Bill um, Bill. the kid <laughs> yeah. is left alone by Robert for like with his dad, Robert Forster. The, the the kid's dad is trying to sell Robert Forrester, antique shop owner Robert Forrester, some ancient dagger Whose
1: antique shop is basically a warehouse Of what I have to assume are stolen works of art from Yeah, there's father.
0: like a sarcophagus in there There's a golden Buddha statue It's a pretty fancy antique shop
2: And all that shit later on Like the bad guy, he's kind of like, uh, like A weird mixture Of Terrence Stamp and, and, uh, Bill Murray, and Bill Murray And
1: Steve Martin and Darth Vader and Doctor Doom Yeah, this and- was now, there's another armored shredder. And shredder. And he shredder, thank he you. tends
2: to be get get hit by cars
0: a lot. <laughs> there's yeah. one there's a scene.
1: One beautiful scene
0: where he gets hit by a car. Uh, then there's a fight scene. Like he's not. He's okay because he's a he's a bad guy. <laughs> and they go out and they uh, they fight with him for a while. And then he gets hit by another car.
1: And that knocks him down.
0: Yeah. Well, this yeah. is a
1: movie. Before we get any further, know this. Know this, ye audience. <laughs> this is a movie in which many cars flip over or swerve around things, sometimes for no reason. The dragon cha- at one point, the evil serpent Bar- Baraki, chases them through a garage of a hospital. They run out onto the street. He comes out and roars at something off screen, and then we just see a van tip end over end <laughs> across the screen past him, which I guess swerved to miss him off off camera. Yeah. Great movie. but I
2: bet, the, I bet they did a, a couple of takes for that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, the computer-generated van to go across the street? Yeah. Let, but that's the backstory. story. Sure. So there's this reincarnated girl, 19 years old. She's about to turn 20, which is the magic age when she gets her dragon power. Chris McCool, his sassy friend, well, and the I'm, FBI.
0: And Chris McCool, I guess, believes Robert Forrester implicitly, even though Robert Forrester has uh, faked a heart attack so he can be alone <laughs> with this young boy. And the first thing he tells him is like, Oh, um by the way, you're a chosen one and you're gonna
2: fight dragon. And he gives him a magic <laughs> yeah. amulet. Yeah. Well Which he kept for the many intervening years. Yep. Those, uh, those never weird, losing uh, faith. Weird, uh, he's gonna have to fight a weirdly phallic dragon.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is this movie is basically just uh, a creation of his mind It's a coping mechanism While he's being molested by Robert Fo- Forrester
2: uh, I think that is correct
1: I would have to believe that's the alternate ending That was not included on the DVD
2: <laughs> It's the subtext The, the thing is, is that this ba- the, the the entire movie is basically a number of weird scenes of exposition that are linked together by our main characters being chased by dragons around the town. And then yeah.
1: occasionally you'll just have long sequences where it's the army fighting dragons.
2: Yeah, because like the first fucking 45 minutes of the movie is scenes of uh, the fucking main characters sitting around talking like, Man, we got to get away from these fucking dragons. And then a dragon shows up and they run away for a while, and <laughs> apparently they lose the fucking giant <laughs> snake dragon... <laughs> Uh, the giant somewhere- snake
1: dragon whose rampage across L.A. gets very little attention the first couple days.
2: Yeah, couple of days at least. <laughs> it's, it's not on the news as
0: far as we can tell. But this
2: is, well, because not- the fucking reporter is too busy mm-hmm. running away from the goddamn dragon. There's one reporter
1: in L.A., so the story's not getting
2: out. Yeah,
0: but you'd figure that if, you know several um, buildings get destroyed by a giant dragon. Where do we get around? This just is sort national of news. like the internet or something. If, yeah. If CNN... Or just, you know, person to person. If oh, CNN... know. <laughs> You know what happened the other day? My house got knocked down by a dragon. Yeah, but Holy after, shit, that's weird. I'll, after like the I'll seven or eight, eight, eight know.
2: person, it'd be like, uh, like, hey, did you hear? Like, everybody's turning into dragons <laughs> and houses are exploding. <laughs> that doesn't
1: seem right. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, trust me, my friend's friend's hairdresser's uncles, said it happened. <laughs> he saw way. it. So, oh, there's, there's also, this is also, but this is a world, let's remember, this world where a word about the dragon that's destroying buildings and killing people doesn't get out very quickly. Sure. It's also a world where a man is put in a straitjacket, a zookeeper, <laughs> a kindly fat slob zookeeper we first see falling asleep while eating pizza, witnesses the serpent, the evil serpent, eating some elephants. Uh, he reports this to the police, as he should, and he's immediately put in a straitjacket and confined.
0: Yep. yeah like right away the you know he's not violent he's just talking about a big snake but straight jacket i mean unless what we didn't see was a cut scene where you know it's his dream to be an escape artist and he was
2: just <laughs> happening or well, he was on the police or something yeah sure but or, um, like he has a long history of like mental illness Possibly he was uh, molested as a child or something or may- by is, Robert Forrester. I think, I think
1: that should maybe be our our second and last uh, <laughs> reference to molestation in this uh, in this podcast.
2: I was going to try and fit like there maybe there
0: maybe a surprise third at some point. But, Look for it, audience.
1: But uh, let's get to let's cut to the chase. Sure. Like the movie didn't. Does this film skimp on the dragon warring? Mm. I'd have to say no on that account.
0: There is a lot of dragon warring. Um, Almost too much. Yeah, yeah, I would go so far as to say too much. I mean I made the point, um, you know, there's like a there's a long scene of the dragons tearing up I guess that's Los Angeles that they're fighting you in. You didn't recognize it? I don't you know. You didn't recognize
1: the two square blocks of LA that the entire movie <laughs> took place in over and over again?
0: I'm just I, I, I just found it hard to believe that it actually was Los Angeles, knowing that it was a Korean film. Like I thought that maybe they would be doubling some Korean city for Los Angeles or they shot it in Toronto or something yeah. like that. <laughs> So, yeah, alright, the dragons are tearing up Los Angeles, and that's pretty exciting, because you don't, you don't see that every day, dragons <laughs> taking down Los Angeles, but then the big climactic fight, they're all transported into some sort of eerie netherworld that's yeah, sort of like, wasteland. Yeah, like, like a combat. hellish limbo, and two dragons fight each other, and that's not as exciting. No, it's not. No. Yeah, that's when you would expect to see dragons. What
1: you're saying is, is it dra- <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> What you're saying is with dra- when it comes to Dragon Wars, it's all about context.
2: Yeah, I like a fish-out-of-water Dragon War. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. Like, when you see dragons fighting in a wasteland, frankly, it looked like it was just like somebody was some guys were playing a really cool-looking video game. Yeah. Because yeah. it looked like a video game, like fighting game level, where you're like, oh, look at the crazy thing in the background. Oh, wow, he did that move where he grabbed the other dragon with his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Was back. that a spoiler? Was that a spoiler? No, should I not say yeah, that about the mouth? the mouth? Moves. you should
0: have You shouldn't have said that there were actually Dragon Wars in the movie Dragon Wars. Okay, I apologize. Di- to I the, want, uh, see, going <laughs> to
1: this, I was worried it would turn out to be a movie where it was about, again, a troubled child who creates Dragon Wars in his imagination <laughs> to escape from, say, a shattered homeland. It's
0: sort of a never-ending story.
1: Never-ending story. Sure. Uh, Godzilla's revenge kind of thing, Bridge to Terabithia, you know. But no, it was about fucking dragons running around in helicopters shooting. Like,
0: were those dragons?
2: They just looked like giant pterodactyls.
0: Yeah, like a lot of the things that we were advertised as dragons, I mean... I have to say, those guys were dragons. Those, the big ones? Okay. The ones that could fly. The ones that were like, those big, like the Nazgul... Uh, the like, big fat ones. Uh, the ones. The ones that were ones riding that, the were ne- not so much. Yeah.
1: The Bolcos? The were the flying ones. Those were dragons.
2: But What like, about the big fat slug things with the guns on their backs? I yeah. would say
1: those are not dragons.
2: Yeah, those are... Those are just
0: rejected uh, Moss Eisley background uh, monsters Pretty from the much. retooled Star Wars.
2: Yeah, uh, they look like doogs. You said that right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't want to admit
0: that I called them doogs. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I
1: made a number of Star Wars references during. What's that. really, Ellie, <laughs> cool, and
0: I think any listener to this podcast assumes that you know the f- full name. For full disclosure, you <laughs> should make sure that
1: you the the uh, two legged dinosaurs that were being ridden you repeatedly referred to as tauntauns.
0: That's true, but everyone knows what tauntauns are, yeah, right, so. listeners? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, nice giggle. So the weird thing is that uh, five hundred years later. Uh, when this entire army is created out of, uh, like, dust or ink or ink. some shit. They were all ink. coming out of scrolls. Yeah, they all came out of scrolls. Um, An so...
1: inspiring tale of the written word and its, and its <laughs> exactly. real power.
2: So these dinosaurs, dragon things, I don't know, had uh, giant, li- like, missile launchers on their back. <laughs> yeah. And those missile launchers blew up literally every single possible, like, tank that the United States Army could throw at them. So... Yeah. Their
1: arm- and bullets had no effect on any- on any of the soldiers.
2: 500 running. years ago. They had these same missile launchers. Like, who was inventing this shit? Dragons? Magicians?
1: <laughs> there was a magician.
2: There was one magician with his weird, like, light, like, saber. Some sort of lightsaber <laughs> sword that didn't work for other people. And shield that blocked bullets. Yeah. Well, There's a what, lot of those flying they around. They were aiming at the shield. Yeah, that was, it was, whoa, well, I think pretty the, big. What it is is
0: because <laughs> these dragons pop up every 500 years. They have to make sure that their technology is far enough ahead to deal with whatever. I wonder what the dragon the does during that through. time. Is
1: it like Brigadoon? <laughs> does he just sleep for five hundred years, or is yeah. there? Is he hang out in that wasteland?
0: Or no, I think it's like I think it's like a time jump. Like for him, it's just
1: oh, okay, been, it's just the next day. second.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I think that's probably fair.
1: But that how long has this been going on? Because say we saw the first time we see it happening is in fifteen oh seven. I have to zoom it happened in 1007. Yeah. 507, 07, and then or just seven i guess
0: well the original dragon fighter was actually a stegosaurus yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> if you go back far
1: enough it's just dinosaurs <laughs> then, you know
0: and that's not not very exciting they're fighting that's dragons. why I, that's actually, why that wasn't the movie dude <laughs> I don't know, dinosaurs by, fighting dragons <laughs> I, think, I, I would like that as a movie that
2: does
1: uh, sound like a movie that i would have written when i was 10 only <laughs> <laughs> <Especially laughs> if they're talking dinosaurs only if,
2: there's, only if there's cowboys riding on their backs firing laser guns that'd be so awesome yeah, and right. one of them has
1: like a like a a robot that learns how to love Yep. And another has. Uh, that reminds me And I the learned... dinosaurs
2: wear Hawaiian shirts and wear <laughs> sneakers <laughs> with the toes just, now busted. Now it's just out. Denver the Last Dinosaur. Or, or actually, Theodore now, Rex, I guess. Now it's the just one.
1: the folder that I had when I was in third
0: grade that showed a dinosaur with sunglasses on surfing.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a cool dinosaur. <laughs> it was
0: so cool. You may wonder why we're not talking that much about the characters in this movie. And that's because um, there was nothing memorable about any of them other than that they were all played by character actors that you would recognize from several uh, American movies or, or television shows. And they're all uh, faces. They're all you know people that you would know. But uh, I mean, clearly, this is their um, version of doing a Japanese commercial, say, yeah.
1: Well, the biggest star in the movie is Robert Forster. Yeah. That says something for you.
0: Well, he knows a thing or two about dealing with giant reptiles, though, so... That's true. You
2: yeah, I mean, I was, I was a big fan of the casting. Like, I like it when I watch a movie and the whole time I'm like, oh, hey, that yeah, guy, yeah. I didn't know he was frightened of dragons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a new aspect to it. <laughs> yeah, it really It's not his IMDb for... bio. <laughs> it really, like, it snares me. I can't
1: wait for that episode of The Office when he's like, by the way, I hate dragons. <laughs> Wink!
2: Wings at the camera.
0: It's a little <laughs> nice. Check Ani- out Dragon Wars on There's, DVD now. There's <laughs> a little animated sparkle in his eye.
1: Speaking of animated, all right, this is off guys, Do you guys watch 30 Rock? Uh, sure. I, in yeah. The Office? Have you noticed the animated ads for movies in theaters now that run True. across the bottom yeah. of the screen? Yeah. That is irritating. And I said this would be the best mode to express <laughs> my <laughs> irritation with that. <laughs> nice. The yeah. middle of a podcast about Dragon Wars.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Andy Rooney. Yeah, you, you, you morph into Andy Rooney <laughs> a la Robert Forster in this film. Well, oh, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. <laughs> Every time like they need saving from something, uh, some random stranger comes up and saves them. And then after they leave, the camera will linger on that random stranger for a little bit and we'll see him morph into Robert Forrester. Him or her. And you, you got to wonder why it couldn't have just been Robert Forrester showing up, yeah, actually doing this him? himself? Yeah,
2: the thing is, guys, what you don't understand is that that wasn't special effects. That was Robert Forrester acting really well. Oh, that's, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. the skill of, of his acting. Skill. He really Section became of his resume. another character. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you were talking earlier about the like the exposition and how it kind of jumps around and... How early on you don't know if you're coming or going. I really respect that about a movie that really doesn't like underestimate its audience. Like uh, It doesn't underestimate, is one way to put it. Another
1: way to put it is, as I think I said when I was watching it, it felt like we started at chapter four.
2: Yeah, you know, it's like you jump right in the middle. Like <laughs> It's very much like if uh, like five 11-year-olds had to come up with a movie and we're still writing it midway through <laughs> as the actual. Were shooting yeah, it. as yeah. they are shooting
1: it. That's right, that's true. And there is something kind of endearing about it. As if that. they
2: decided... You know, I don't want to write
0: a movie about feudal Korea. I want (laughs) to uh, write a movie about dragons. Yep. Well, that's the thing.
1: This was very much, and I know this because I read about it a little bit, uh, not to prepare for this podcast, but just when Dragon Wars was coming out. You said,
0: holy shit, there was a movie about dragons. I said, I have to learn more
1: about this. Uh, This was a movie that, I guess the studio that made it was Korean with, I guess, American backers. And this was... A bid by Korea, by the by the Korean film industry, to kind of get a f- bigger foothold in the American film goers' mind. Mission which is accomplished. Why, which is why it was shot in English, mostly in Los Angeles with American actors. And I guess Old Boy had was not blazing the path that they were hoping to make in uh in the American mind. So they took out Dragon Wars. And um, I don't think it was such a successful mission. The rest is history. You know. I, I, I do believe <laughs> the rest it's, is
2: history.
0: I do believe it is the like highest grossing Korean film in Korea. Okay, but then it was not a successful export.
1: Well, that's just because they love Robert Forster over there. <laughs> he can make anything <laughs> in Korea. They're crazy about he that he, guy. He becomes amazing. He's like
0: George Clooney <laughs> <laughs> in Korea. Uh, Both of the Koreas.
1: But it's it was interesting though because it's Korea he unites them, bridges the, the gap. <laughs> the story about South Korea now is is that that you really read about is that there's this explosion of new film talent and, like, there are all these movies coming out of Korea, these kind of harder edge things, uh, and then they're like, no, 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 we can make Dragon Wars 2, don't worry. Sure. We can make our version of Reign of
0: Fire. My complaint about this movie, my main complaint is that uh, okay. al- although there You're did... only allowed one. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to hear this one. Although there did <laughs> end up being a lot of Dragon Warring, I thought that the Dragon Warring was very uh, lopsided. Like, the last 40 minutes was just <laughs> dragons fighting, and then the rest of it was exposition and people running away. And when I hear, when I heard Dragon Wars, when I hear the title Dragon Wars, I think, awesome. All right, like, I saw the trailer. I'm like, okay, this is this movie is entirely about uh, a bunch of dragons wake up in modern-day Los Angeles, and the U.S. has to fight them off. And it's kind of, I mean, like, I guess it's expected, like Godzilla. You expected
1: but... strategy... Like yeah. day two we lost some ground to the dragons. We're gonna make it up on day three though. Oh, they're at my flank. Pincer movement, pincer movement. Swords! Here's a picture of my girlfriend back home. Oh she's brutal. Don't die on me, you gotta stay alive for your girlfriend. That kind of thing. Yeah. Well And then Ernie Pyle walks away really was inspired by the story of G. I dinosaur dragon fighter yes what are we fighting for man why is America even involved in these dragons no That's dragon right. ever was, called me a, you know so forth
2: and then, Wait, uh, was the guy's last name dragon fighter
1: <laughs> yeah I think so
0: and then they're like alright men when you're on leave remember if you're gonna fuck a dragon <laughs> yeah. wear a dragon condom
1: you don't understand humans and dragons can live together <laughs> Shut up, dragon lover. You know things like that. Yeah, that Loose does. lips and sick dragons. The war. Bring our boys back from the dragon war. That's yeah. that sounds really good. My fellow Americans. <laughs> you know, so forth. all right. A I day bet- that we'll live <laughs> if, in if dragon any-
0: fever. If anybody
2: hears, uh, you're just me putting right- dragons on one of <laughs> the yes. words now. Yes. <laughs> if anybody hears the sound of a pencil on paper, it's because I'm finishing my screenplay <laughs> or as we speak. Or just like a disaster movie, a dragon curtain
1: has descended across Europe. Like volcano, you didn't you didn't expect so much mystical Korean nonsense. (laughs) Yes, is what it comes down to.
0: And and again, I expected more reaction from the populace because unless a dragon is being shot out right in front of their eyes, (laughs) they don't notice it. Well, people are pretty complacent. (laughs) The the
1: people in this movie are much like horses, or if they don't, or parrots. If they don't see it, it doesn't exist. You know. You kind of feel like if the dragons threw a blanket over all of L.A., everyone would have fallen asleep because they would think it was night. For all the talk about what a terrible movie this is, and it is terrible, I cannot lie to you. I was so excited to see dragons fighting helicopter gunships and yeah. things like that. Sure. And you know, dragons flipping cars over like this. And we were talking earlier about how uh, uh, *Children of Paradise*, the uh, carne film, is on my uh, is on my TiVo at home, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah. I'm in the middle of *Seduced and Abandoned*, the uh, other movie by. One of the movies by the guy who made Divorce Italian style, but...
0: Classic uh, cineast films. Exactly. Artie. I I was watching Picnic and Rock. I think I
1: recommended that a while ago. But I got to tell you, watching dragons fighting helicopter gunships is (laughs) the funniest thing in the world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've got some extra stuff to deal with. Uh, I promised you guys a surprise before the podcast started, but... um, That's right. So I want to keep things moving along.
1: Surprise, each of you has one day
2: to live. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I poisoned the Chinese that you ordered. Yep, uh, the results of the blood test, you guys are actually brothers. You guys have like to... Look what we made out last night! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: You guys have to keep your adrenaline pumping or else your heart will explode. Oh
1: no, we got a Hong Kong cocktail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 they gave you the Hong Kong cocktail.
1: Was oh, the saying... Hong Kong cocktail. You know, I know it well. The famous Hong... You saw the cover story about it in Cosmo, right?
0: People who don't know what Crank is are baffled at this point in the podcast. I think,
1: people, I think the people who listen to this have a, will probably have a passing familiarity with Crank and <laughs> sure. the Hong Kong cocktail.
2: The, uh... Now... Not to, not to sidetrack this conversation back to Dragon Wars, but if <laughs> well, I if I, if I I have one small complaint about this movie, is that this movie is literally filled with reaction shots of people, like like a dragon going by and somebody's eyes going wide, like cars flipping over, etc, etc, and then like dinosaurs attacking people in feudal Korea and their pants falling down, like that sort of thing.
1: <laughs> the guy's pants didn't actually fall down. But
2: was... there, uh, well, the uh, that, dragon grabbed that, that him by his his, his pant ass, though. <laughs> Same true. thing. So, but there isn't a single, uh, like, reaction, like, nude scene, like a dragon <laughs> knocking over a wall, and a girl's, like, taking a shower, or, like, a dragon runs by really fast, and a girl's blouse falls down, and it makes, like, a zip sound effect. Like, there's nothing like that.
1: <laughs> so you would rather this be zapped towards that's you, what you're saying? <laughs> uh,
2: uh, Yes. Frankly, uh, If that yeah. meant that it started uh, Scott Bayo Baio.
1: <laughs> I think you have your script, Bikini Dragon Wars. Uh, yeah, that's
2: the thing. The great Bikini Dragon Wars. They inherit. And adventure. <laughs> what happens is they inherit a couple of
0: dragons, and the dragons are about to go out of business. <laughs> yeah. Until-
2: <laughs> There's only
1: one way we're going to be able to keep these dragons afloat, girls. <laughs> the big evil developer wants to bring in his own non-sexy dragons.
0: He's going to tear down these dragons. <laughs> And how come Bikinis.
1: those bikini movies, it's never the government wants to build a highway using eminent domain? like And the bikini yeah. girls are obviously on the wrong side of this debate. This town needs this highway to get business in. But movies always side with the bikini girls. Just
2: just like in life, dude. Just
1: like, but the, those girls are roadblocks to progress for that yeah. struggling
0: town. But they're so topless. <laughs> um, before, we move, before we move on, I do want to say one thing that I think was... Uh, Uh, not addressed when we're talking about the fat zookeeper, which is while he's being, um, you know...
1: Because there's so many nuances to that portrayal. There's his being asleep, there's his most half-eaten pizza.
0: When he's talking to the psychiatrist, there's this one point where she's like, um, just say that there's no uh, giant snakes and we'll let you go or something like that. And he's like, okay, I realize that there are no giant snakes. I don't want to get thrown in the thing. I'm gonna... I'm just gonna fake it, and she's like, "Fine, you can go." And then they do the thing where the dragon comes up in the window behind behind and it, her. Yeah, and it's and he's like, "Look, look, it's right there behind you." And she turns around, and it's not there. And it's such a like a an Abbott and Costello meet uh, Frankenstein moment. Yeah, um, and I just you know. That joke never gets old. Is it what you're never does. To say. That's what I'm saying. Timeless.
1: <laughs> that's exactly. You didn't misconstrue his me- misconstrue his message at all. No.
0: Well, that's a little more of the spirit that I was looking for in Dragon. Wars. Oh, you you wanted more the of the wackiness. So
1: you wanted more of the like drunk guy sees a dragon, say, says never again, and throws the bottle over his shoulder. Exactly. rubs his
2: talking. eyes a couple of times. Dan, yeah. your cat is eating your computer. I think. Really? Almost. Uh, yeah. Or, well, or like it is I'm made of dragon in the movie I saw recently. <laughs> well, uh, let's... Stardust. The dragon <laughs> in the movie Stardust.
1: <laughs> not uh... like the dragon in the movie I saw recently, New York, New York, starring Robert De Niro and Liza Minnelli.
0: <laughs> the dragon was figurative.
1: Not like the dragon in the movie I saw the other day, Garden of the Fitzy Continis. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now uh... you're just making up words. <laughs> I I must come off as such a pretentious asshole in these podcasts.
0: cuz I, <laughs> I like to think that that's movies. your part in to play in the jigsaw puzzle that is the flop house though. Uh, I see.
2: Okay, you promised me a yeah, fucking Yeah, no no,
0: let's let's first let's just put oh, quickly the final judgment big. on on Dragon Wars. Big promise. Is huh? it a movie that uh you thought you didn't like at all, a movie that you thought was a good bad movie or a movie that you kind of liked a little bit? So What what, what do you say, Elliot? Well, I mean, I believe I've mentioned this.
1: I'm kind of on the halfway point between good-bad movie and movie I liked a lot, as hard as it is for me to admit it, because, I mean, there were many bad movie things about it that I thought were funny, the massive, stupid uh, exposition and things that happened for no reason and the villain getting hit by two cars in a row. Uh, But then on the other hand, I can't lie. I genuinely enjoyed watching helicopters fighting dragons.
0: Yeah, where I'm going to go on this is that um, I think that ultimately it's a very dull movie really for being 90 minutes long because there is so much exposition and a little too much dragon fighting however if you do watch it um i think you will enjoy it if you start an hour in and finish
1: 20 minutes Uh, before the ending exactly
0: and then you'll just get a like a solid uh dragon war just (laughs) like a taste
2: yeah I think this is one of those movies I could have watched uh if my d v d player had a shuffle function and just like randomly bounced around. I think that would have been ideal i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the middle ground as well like i was still i gotta admit i was disappointed. <coughs> I don't know what I was quite expecting, and this wasn't quite it, but it wasn't bad enough for me to hate
0: all right well, that's mixed. Um well before I get on to a surprise I do want to make an announcement that I forgot Oh, fuck this is called building suspense the oh. the audience is on the edge of their you know their subway seat, <laughs> if they're like commuters listening to us or uh i don't know i don't know where else they're people on the edge listen of the to this bed the if they're listening to us to help them
2: fall asleep at night. if <laughs> exactly. so they're insomniacs sitting on the edge of the trolley they're running around
0: <laughs> <on>. <laughs> because they're trolley drivers Anyway, um, I do want to say before I move on, an announcement I did want to make at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, this is our first May podcast. That means May Sweeps.
1: <laughs> Which applies to podcasts, really? <laughs> yeah, it does. And we're recording this on May Day, so get out there, communists, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just wanted to let everyone know that um, we're doing this podcast completely nude for May Sweeps. So, um Put that image well, in your I'm brain a, and smoke it. You are wearing a hat, and Stuart has argyle socks on.
2: And an artificial penis <laughs> <laughs> strapped on next to my actual penis.
0: So um, stay tuned for other uh, sweep stunts. But I do want to say the big surprise <laughs> is the return of listener mail. Yeah! I, and I think that is a nice surprise. I think you're going to like this. <laughs>
2: However, it's negative.
0: I think you're going to like this piece of mail. It's from a, a Courtney last name withheld. <laughs> that, that, that's what, actually her last name. Last is name, that, will. Yeah.
1: is it a her? It could be a dude. Well, it, it, prob- it probably was last name Vichel, And when she came to Ellis Island, her family yeah. in Ellis Island, they changed it to last Americanized name. Americanized it. Ah,
0: yeah. But the subject line is, American I, I think I am in love with you.
2: <gasps> oh, nice. Um, written um, to Elliot, I'm sure. I don't think so. Ac- I gave my you.
0: Actually, I know I am. You guys seriously rock. I realized the other week that I must have somehow subscribed to your podcast at the beginning of your reign. My mistake. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel a better person for it. Thanks for making random hours of my weeks better. I only wish there were more podcasts to listen to. I've had to resort to listening to your podcasts multiple times. Plus, I have fallen hopelessly in love with Stuart Wellington. So please pass the word on to him that there is some girl on the West Coast in love with him. Courtney.
2: Oh, my God. Well, uh, I don't know how to respond to this. How do you
1: respond to it? You quit your job. You go to the West Coast. Okay, West you Coast. You cut all ties. USA. You knock on
0: everyone's door. You knock uh, on
1: everyone's door in California, Oregon, or Washington State. Courtney, or possibly
2: Western Canada.
0: In sort of a uh, romantic comedy version of The Terminator.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I got well really? I'll start out with a nice bouquet of flowers which will slowly be wilting. <laughs> Wilt tie. My You're hair get looser. Yeah, my hair will get messier.
0: Well, I just wanted to open this up for discussion and to uh, <laughs> and, and on, on a little thing called <clears throat> Flop House Conversation Corner. <laughs> to, put, to put it out there, what do we think it is that has made this uh, girl specifically fall in love uh, with Stewart? Like, well, he's got a beautiful voice. He does thing, have a low low voice. Very um, white esque. Also, sure. I think he's unafraid to um, put his horniness on display. There's a raw sensuality
1: that's there, nice, yes. Yeah. And um, the same way that women are attracted to uh, the wolf from uh, Tex Avery's droopy cartoons. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna take your word for that, yeah. snob. <laughs> I'll
0: take your word for that one, but um, it's you know, it's like it's like he's invading her her brain through yeah. her ear holes. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, that's. <laughs> Horrible, it's, uh, it's, horrible. It's, it's, it's like It's
2: like a weird, like hot, like like Mister Hyde, like uh, magnetism. <laughs> I think like you're like
0: um Shannon Tweed in one of those movies where she's a like a radio sex therapist. Only you're like the the male version. Well, right? Angela
1: or Angela Davies in the hit TV show Best Sex Ever, where
2: she is also a... sure. <laughs> I like the Shannon Tweed reference a little better. Oh, dude. okay.
0: Yeah, it's classic. It's yeah, classic. It's
2: cla- class, classic <laughs> soft score porn. Your
0: actress doesn't have the oeuvre that uh Shannon Tweed yeah, has. or
2: Joan Severance. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know the Black Scorpion? Yeah. Sure.
0: I think that's a pretty exciting email though. Do you have any any words?
2: Uh hey, thanks. Um I I don't know much else. Uh, he, he's a charmer. Yeah. Well well done, man. Strong me. silent type. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. All I'm right. Not, I'm not drunk enough right now. Yeah. <laughs> Well,
0: that listener mail segment went out with a whimper.
2: Yeah, a little bit,
1: but like a like a puppy love whimper.
2: Yeah, I thought it was sweet. Yeah, I thought it was very nice. Should I have been shouting more?
1: (laughs) It had had a nice, quiet ending, like Spider-Man Three.
2: Hmm.
0: So
1: it's a that's a technically accurate reference.
2: I want to talk about movies I recommend because I've been thinking about it since the last time I didn't sure. have anything to talk about. Spin okay.
1: your magic. Come on.
2: So, uh, Come on. Okay, uh, drop some syrup hey, on us. Hey, Flophouse viewers. Uh, <laughs> this is the time of the podcast when we kind of, you know, we go away from shitty town or wherever we were and we go and talk about movies that we actually like. Uh, and right now I want to talk about a little movie that I watched recently called Nightmare Man that uh, is directed by uh, the guy who directed a movie I really liked, a guy named R- Rolf... Koneski or something.
0: Uh, Roald Dahl. Yes. He's... Yes,
2: Roald Dahl. Um, <laughs> and uh, he directed another horror movie called The Hazing that was really good with uh, Brad Dorif. you know, the guy who does the voice of Chucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, this uh, this movie, Nightmare Man, was one of the After Dark horror film festivals. Oh, fest. yeah, no, yeah. I, I didn't
1: see any of those. I...
2: Um, well... They're usually not very good, and this one I think is shot video to video, which is always a bad sign, yeah. and some of the acting's not very good. However, there's a totally weird twist about uh, two-thirds of the way through the movie. Uh, I think there's some nudity, and it's got uh, got an actress. <laughs> so check it off.
1: Check it off your checklist as you're going along. This is sure a raw sensuality
2: uh, we were talking about everything. earlier. And there's a crossbow, and a <laughs> demon, and yeah, it's totally worth watching. I love that these are the elements you picked up on. <laughs> oh shit, my phone's ringing. That... It must be the Nightmare Man.
1: <laughs> one of the elements well, was crossbow. Of,
0: it might be one of uh, Stuart's many paramours.
2: Yeah, or admirers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm was back. it her? What did she say? Uh, she said that uh, she doesn't like me anymore.
1: Oh, it's terrible.
2: Yeah, Courtney
1: last name withheld. I know (laughs) you're so fickle. Fickle
2: Fickle is woman. Yep, took away her support. So nightmare man. It's uh, pretty good if you like horror movies, like me. Mm -hmm. Well, um,
0: I actually haven't seen a lot of movies, and um, a lot of the movies I did see recently, like there was something wrong with them, or like, uh, (laughs) well, they weren't
1: like, (sighs) ouch. You said it like they turned out to be television shows or one was actually a dog. Well, you know?
0: One of them um, actually shot jelly instead of water and uh, one had square wheels. It's a weird, uh, a weird, uh, misfit toys joke. Anyway, uh, well, no, like Angel Heart. I saw Angel Heart and like for two thirds of the movie, I'm like, this is great. And then, ah, and the then... Angel Heart curse, I call it. <laughs> and then at the end, a fat man comes in and explains all of the crazy twist in a long exposition scene that doesn't make any sense, and then he gets killed by boiling in a pot of gumbo, and that's when the movie fell apart for me. But um, oh yeah, <laughs> but I'm two thirds of the way through Escape from Alcatraz, uh, directed by Don Siegel, a uh, you know an excellent pulp film director who you know did the first Invasion of the Body Snatchers and Dirty Harry. You know. I can't speak to the whole film as I'm two thirds of the way through it, but I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I, you know, I got it because I went to Alcatraz when um, I was in San Francisco, and it's really interesting to to actually see a movie where because Alcatraz was shut down and then turned into a national park, like everything looks exactly the same in the movie as it did when I visited it. Rather than you know, usually if you see a location in person, it's changed so much since that movie was made. Hey, isn't uh, isn't Alcatraz called the Rock?
2: It is called The Rock. <laughs> you may be familiar with it from the film The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is pretty good in that one. <laughs> is- Ladies love it. <laughs> <laughs> this segment
0: is falling apart before your very ears.
1: Uh, I have not... I mean, I've seen some things recently I thought were okay. Recently, I'm trying to think back if there are any movies I saw recently that I really liked a lot. I saw Torn Curtain, which I hadn't seen before. That's okay. Um, so I'll recommend a movie that I didn't watch recently, but I just recommended to somebody else and they enjoyed it, which is uh, Cat Baloo, or Cat Balu, yeah, I've been dude, honest, starring Jane Fonda and Lee Marvin, which is a western comedy that is narrated through song by Stubby Kay and Nat King Cole, <laughs> and it is just it's a lot of it's like a huge amount of fun. It's the movie that Lee Marvin won Best Supporting Actor for. Uh, he plays a dual role of a drunken gunfighter and an evil gunfighter with a metal nose and it's all about this girl whose father is a uh, rancher who gets killed and she becomes an outlaw to revenge him but it's very funny but there are also some touching scenes and like touching like heartwarming not touching like
0: some like weird... Robert Forrester yeah, like, yeah hey, dang, oh, the third reference it.
1: oh no it's just a lot of fun and it's a very good movie in the way that it's like it's a good western in the way they don't make them anymore, a good comedy in the way they don't make them anymore, and a good fun movie in the way they don't make them anymore, and a good western comedy in the way that is rarely ever done well so yeah, cat Bailey. yeah even even Mr. Wellington likes it I
2: saw it. I think I watched it originally because I thought there might be nudity in it. <laughs> I was like thirteen. This movie's from like nineteen sixty six. Well, I don't know. It was on. a, was on a, like a VHS the, tape. The, the <laughs> word like... "cat"
0: was in the uh, title, which suggested a certain. Uh, uh, I know. was
2: disappointed.
1: Yeah, but there's a, there's also it's also nice to see Jane Fonda when she still has certain innocence about her before she became this kind of weird, half political, half crazy,
2: woman. You know, half dragon. <laughs>
1: All dragon. All dragon. Nice. That was the original tagline for Dragon Wars. Half political, <laughs> half crazy, all dragon.
2: <laughs> it wasn't, uh, you're never home alone when you're a twin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was
0: going to say, this is a, this is going to be our shortest Flophouse yet, so if you have anything Sweet. you want to say before we go about um, Stuart's love life or <laughs> Stuart wants to say anything about um, twin sitters, <laughs> this is the time.
2: Yeah, I really want to see the movie Twin Sitters, so if uh, you have a VHS copy of the Barbarian Brothers action comedy, <laughs> uh, you should mail it to uh, 1345 Fake Street in Anytown, <laughs> USA, Brooklyn, New York. Wait. <laughs> Anytown, USA, in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, I live in it's a, a theme park. It's a, is, is that okay? It's a, a neighborhood. It's fine.
1: I can't say anything against it. It's a neighborhood in the borough of Brooklyn. Lo- it makes it sound like you go home and go, like, oh, time to go to work, and you put on a sash that says mayor and a top hat and carry around a pair of giant scissors. Yeah. <laughs> An- another fucking
2: ribbon cutting. <laughs> Christ. Why
1: are they opening so many new businesses in any town?
2: Oh, See, yeah. That's... There's
1: so much urban revitalization <laughs> in this part of the city.
2: Oh, god damn it. Another fucking cookie factory. <laughs> Why? The two big
1: big industries there are are ribbons and scissors.
2: (laughs) Another novelty scissor creation factory.
1: (sighs) Uh, If I could uh, introduce, I don't know know if this goes against anything to put this on the floor, but uh, I think the listener letter segment was such a hit that uh, (laughs) if any listeners at home have any questions or interesting ideas to put forward to the Flophouse crew that you'd like to see addressed in a future episode, let us know. Yeah, or if you read Dragon Wars and want to share your thoughts on it, I mean, do it in written form.
0: I think all those things are. Uh, or start up your own rival podcast. No, don't do that. Call it the Mop House. <laughs> yep. Today
1: mop. we use Swiffers. What do you guys think about them? <laughs> wait, picked wait <laughs> up a lot of dust. It's not really a
0: rival
2: oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Seems so like an like entirely this different We go Dragon Wars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> While we were sweeping, let's get let's keep on topic here. Sweeping.
0: <laughs> we attached Dragon Wars to the end of our mop. Didn't seem to do very well in our cleaning tests. Ruined a lot of discs. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It did really well in our having dragons in it tests, though. Uh, uh,
2: that's, no, that's good, yeah, that's, that's good.
0: Speaking of which, um, ah. if you want to get in touch with us, like Courtney last name withheld, you can write us at the flophouse podcast at gmail.com. And also, if you go to uh, the Flophouse Podcast um, you can get a link to. Now we are on Facebook, or if you're just on Facebook and you search for groups, the Flophouse sure. group, you can join the uh, Flophouse group, and you can do discussions there very easily, and do all your uh, web two interacting like kids do.
1: It's your one stop flop shop.
2: Stop shop. What? Yeah, that one stop be- flop stop house. <laughs> The Mop
0: House, everyone!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Next week we're talking about Swiffers?
1: Classic yarn mops versus polyester mops. Which picks up better?
0: Well, anyway, on that note of complete gibberish... We
1: have a letter here at the Mop House. I have a hardwood flooring in my apartment,
2: and I... I have a problem with cat hair. <laughs>
1: An older listener.
0: For the last time, The Mop House is not a podcast for people who want to make a house out of mops. That's building a house out of a mops
2: podcast. Oh, that's that's good. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Dragon Wars was a movie we watched. Uh, wait, you should do the sign-off. Uh, I'll do it as if I were you. Okay. Peace out, dudes. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Wait, we were also supposed to say our names, though, right? Right. Okay, but that's pretty good. The one with the low, sultry voice is Stuart Wellington. The guy who's talking right now was Dan McCoy, and I'm Chris McCool. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, this this podcast was the silliest I think we've had in a while.
1: Well, we did watch a movie called Dragon Wars. talk about it until we get bored which is right now actually we should
0: keep, <laughs> keep it shorter than you without a surprise for you
1: guys <gasps> a surprise
2: fuck off
1: I hope each of us gets a key and we have to find out what it goes to
2: <laughs> yep I hope that we each get part of a sandwich and we have to decide how to make that sandwich <laughs> using teamwork
1: but it's one piece of bread another piece of bread and a piece of cheese I,
2: uh, that, uh, that would be pretty easy yeah dude. it's not a great
0: challenge Alright, yeah, uh, that's.